How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Michael Shore. Michael's a political correspondent for Al Jazeera America. And be sure to find them around the United States on Time Warner Cable, Comcast Channel 107, AT&T Channel 1219, DirecTV 347, Dish Channel 215, and Verizon Fios Channel 614. Michael, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us here on the show. Glad to be here, Leslie. Thanks for the Al Jazeera plug, too. (laughs) Absolutely. I like what you folks are doing. Michael, um, Former Secretary of State, former First Lady, former Senator, and now private citizen, uh, Mrs. Hillary Rodham Clinton, says using government email would have been, quote, smarter. It certainly would have. Uh, I mean, you know, to separate the two. But then again, I think what Republicans are searching for would not have been found even if that were the case. And if they did, and they still can pull all the emails off of the State Department server. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think it's good. it would be very difficult for them to have found you know, anything, uh, especially considering the way these things are structured and the precedent. Everybody talks about the precedent in these cases, whether it was Colin Powell, whether it was Jeb Bush, whether it was uh, someone else in the federal government or st- high up in state government. Uh, there, there is a system for dealing with these, and they have private emails, and they keep these private email accounts. I think the problem that a lot of people have, A, is that it's Hillary Clinton, and B, is the issue of the security of the server itself and how it was set up in an atypical manner. And, you know, you're right, Leslie, if they go into these things and they look at every single email, they're likely not to find very much. These are not the kinds of transmissions that happen. I mean, even if if you're uh, emailing with a lawyer or an accountant or an insurance broker, the bottom of the email is going to have a disclaimer that says, you know, this is what happens in this email is not official business until we speak about it and it's signed, et cetera. So I think you're right. Former President Clinton said he sent two emails while he was president because most of his work was done by phone. Quite frankly, when you look at her travel schedule, the fact that she could send any emails was amazing when she was secretary of state. Uh, but that's yeah. how that's how secretary of states work. I mean, they work face to face with their ambassadors in the uh, various countries where we have allies. And even if we don't have, uh, you know, a consulate where I think we do most places, are, you know, or an embassy, we don't everywhere, obviously, um, that it is a, you know, face to face thing. And quite frankly, Hillary Clinton is extremely effective. Uh, in person. I always tell people, uh, you know, I've met her on more than one occasion, and she's, she has a warmth about her that does not come across on television. Uh, so I, I, I really, and another thing is my mother always taught me, don't, don't ever write anything down you don't want the world to see. Now, my mother's very smart. I'm not sure she's as smart as the Clinton, certainly doesn't have the money in the team they have, but, you know, she has readily admitted that this server was set up for the former president. A former president server is going to be Uh, Very secure. I want you to speak to that. But, Michael, I also want folks to understand, because somebody said to me today, how can anybody not, even if they hate Hillary, even if they're a major GOP or and think that she's responsible for Ambassador Stevens' death and that that's going to be somewhere in the emails, which it will not. I think we all know. Uh, I mean, again, you know, they're just not that stupid. Okay, (laughs) they're talking about the Clintons. They're talking about extremely smart people, A, and B, with the resources uh, to, quite frankly, hide or make things disappear if it were that way. Um, You know, people, you know, people have said to me, 
you you got to be an idiot not to recognize this is politically motivated because they're not asking for the server, access to John Kerry's server. They're not asking for access to any Secretary of State prior to Hillary Clinton. And they're asking for this now when everybody pretty much knows that whether it's July or as early as you know the beginning of April, that's when this woman would announce her run for president. And if she announces she's not running tomorrow, we won't hear about these emails ever again. No, that's exactly right. This is politically motivated. There's no question about it. Uh, and I think also just the fact that she appeared before all those microphones yesterday means she's running for president. So, I, and I, I think that may be the worst kept secret here. So, yeah, your the, the, your questions are, are are multi-layered. First of all, your mother is right. I mean, you know, the the point is, none of us do things that we would uh, that we would deem very important. And and you know, confirm those things over email. It's not something that, that a, a, a layperson does, certainly not the Secretary of State, certainly not someone dealing with classified information. It would give anybody pause to send those things over uh, over email. We, we don't even like sending our credit cards in an email. So, um, you know, the, the Secretary of State's not going to talk about Benghazi in an email like that, uh, I would not guess. The Clintons are very smart. They, you know, they've both made dumb mistakes for very smart people, which makes their mistakes seem dumber when they do them because they are so smart. Uh, but, but but I think I also, Michael, and you have a penis, I don't. Okay, so I think we can also say that when a man's genitalia is doing the thinking, I, I know that there were guys that said to me, you know, I, I, and even people that were like, why Monica Lewinsky? They understood a sexual thing. That seems to be a man's weakness, but... You know, th- this is not that, and I like I I, I, I don't believe this is going to be Hillary Swift boat. No, no, it won't be a Swift boat. But but you know what is similar to that uh, penis or not is the fact that 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 they they got to Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky because they were looking at something else. So you have Trey Very Gowdy true. leading this Benghazi committee, and they're going to now be talking about emails and a private server and living a different life. And, and of course, it's politically motivated. The Republicans know, and they've been trying with Benghazi. Now they're going to try again uh, with this to eliminate Hillary Clinton from the race because they know that the Democrats don't have a bench right now. Everybody's standing on the sidelines waiting to get in if she's out, etc. And they, their chances of winning the White House go up, you know, incrementally if they more than incrementally if they're able to get Hillary Clinton out of there and I, I think that's part of the motivation here as well and and you know the going after the Clintons is blood sport for the Republicans it has been now for for decades but there are although not all but there not every Republicans an idiot and many of right. them have the money and the means to if they are an idiot to hire very bright people to advise them and you know therefore they must know Unless unless it can be proven that she broke the law, and every legal expert agrees she has not, um, there's not going to be an arrest made. There's right. not going to be a search warrant served to a former president's home in New York um, to obtain the server. And there are ways they can obtain the server. They don't need to have a press conference to do it. A. B. Based on the poll uh, the day before yesterday, yesterday in the Wall Street Journal and NBC – this this woman, Republican strategist heads are spinning around like Linda Blair and the Exorcist because they're like, holy God, mother of God, 80 after the email re- re- revelation, you still have 40 some percent of Republicans liking her, 83 percent of Democrats saying they'd vote for her. And, you know, I think it was 86, li- Leslie, I think it was 86 percent. It was a, I, am I, yeah, OK, you and Bill O'Reilly are right. I thought it was 83. <laughs> OK, I'll give <laughs> oh, it. I'll give her the three extra points. Uh, but I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that this do you really think over time? This is this is going to take her down again. I just don't think this is the thing. 
No, I, I don't think over time any of it. I think it's a cumulative thing. I think that, you know, you, you watched that press conference yesterday, and for a lot of people it reminded everyone of everything that they don't like about Hillary Clinton without reminding them of all the things that they do like about her. And I think that's part of the Republican strategy. I would argue that the, the Republicans are often smarter in these cases uh, than the Democrats, and it's not a question about Republicans being idiots here. I think that, that what they're doing right now is they're trying to set up a narrative for the next year and a half of putting Hillary Clinton on the defensive as much as she can be. Uh, and so I think that's what's, you know, what they're, what they're playing here. But you're absolutely right. I mean, in that they see, and this is exactly what I was talking about before, too, is that 86 percent, if they can take down the 86 percent person and get her out of the picture uh, as far as the presidential race, then that's a lot of the job that they need to do. And if she's going to be there, then they're going to have to keep putting her on the defensive. Um, okay, again, there are Democrats out there that are saying she's got to announce, she's got to run. And I understand because they feel then she would have the staff in place, certainly not the resources, she has them, uh, to, uh, to, to battle this, okay? Um, I, you know, she doesn't need, in my opinion, the staff to do that. And a lot of people feel that this will uh, subside or that the you know, amount of controversy with this will re, you know, reduce if she runs. And I feel... I disagree with many of my fellow Dems and Democratic strategists. I think if she announces, whenever she announces, that this is just going to escalate. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree with you, Leslie. I think that the the notion of you know jumping in the race right now is if that would somehow make this go away. I, I don't think it would. What what it does when you jump in a race is you end this hibernation to which you've been entitled until you run in the race, until you jump in the race, and and that hibernation as soon as it ends then you're going to have to answer these questions every day. You're not going to be able to wait a week to come out and make an announcement at the United Nations and then try and obfuscate that announcement by talking about the Iran letter. Nobody in that uh, press pool was looking for her you know, take on what the letter of the 47 senators, a totally different issue, and one with certainly more merit than, than what it turned into. But everybody knew what it was going to be about. So as soon as that ends, as soon as she jumps in the race, it's over, man. That's it. So she's going to have to be out there taking these bullets every day, as it were. I mean, taking, you know, the, the questions. And I, I think that that's, uh, you know, that, that there's another side to that. I think that waiting is not always the worst thing. And, uh, you know, I agree with you, because especially when it's sort of like, well, I really don't have an opponent. <laughs> you know, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't have to spend so much. Again, why spend so much money uh, in, in advance? Well, what's what's going to happen here, do you think? I mean, I fully understand. Do you remember that movie? I think it was called The Contender, and it was with Joan Allen. Do you remember the movie I'm talking I, about? I didn't Mike? actually. I know the movie you're talking about. I didn't see it. Okay. And basically, Joan Allen is um, the vice presidential ticket, I believe, not running uh, for president. Right. And they come out with a video of a woman at a frat party, and, you know, you can't tell because it's years before. Right. And she knows all along it's not her. But she doesn't say so because of the principle, okay? Just hear me. Now, now I know these may feel seem like apples and oranges, but they're still fruit, okay? Right. And, and Hillary Clinton, I, I do feel, is very much about you are trying to access private information, about private conversations I have had on a private server in my home. And if, in fact, that is true, if, in fact, our tax dollars are not paying for this server, uh, you know, I, I respect that, and I think libertarians would be jumping up and down, uh, you know, to agree with her on that. Uh, don't, because, don't hold your breath. Yeah, I know, because she, but, but she's a private citizen, you know, at the moment. 
Um, and again, because we also know that even if you delete emails, they are retrievable. Forensic files, law and order, ID channel, all that, I'll tell you that. And in addition to that, there are the recipients of such emails. I mean, you know, every single server within our nation's capital could be pulled and Republicans could. Actually, it would take them more than between now and the election to read all of the I correspondence. Say, by the time they got to this, she, she may already be president. Yeah. And- you know, she could pardon herself. Um, but, <laughs> but the, the yeah, I mean, there is that point, and and the you know the the whole private. Here's the thing, though, Leslie, is that this has been the knock against Hillary Clinton for a long time. Uber private, uber protective. She was the one who told Bill Clinton not to say anything about Whitewater. Supposedly, she was the one who was saying, "Don't you know? Don't you know? Buckle to their inquiry." This before Monica Lewinsky even. And and I think that she has to actually be better than she's been in the past. And I think that's what this is about. It's it's I, I my feeling is that Hillary Clinton has to be better than 2007, 2008 Hillary Clinton, and better than 1994, 95 Hillary Clinton. And in in terms of this, she has to be more of an open book. And here again is a way of saying I'm protecting myself from you. Now who can blame her? Everybody's been after her. But that doesn't make a difference when you're running for president. You have to say, yeah, everyone's been after me, but I still I, I want to be open. I want to be transparent. And this feeds a narrative. But I don't think it's just going to keep feeding the narrative because she's going to have an opponent. And, and against what you and I believe is the idea of once you get in, she can start running against something. Uh, so put other people on the defensive. Right now she's on the defensive. Okay, one last thing before we take a break. Um, do you think she handled herself well? Well, two things. Do you think she handled herself well? And do you think she should be more compliant and say, um, I will be happy to have somebody, um, uh, an attorney, uh, sit alongside uh, a state department clearance or, you know, former Secret Service, current Secret Service person, you know, along with an attorney um, to go through the emails and anything personal in nature will not be uh, shared with not only the public but with uh, the government. Well, I think she's essentially saying that. I mean, I don't think that would change a lot of people's minds. I think people think when she says these are open that they're going to be government officials, lawyers, whomever going through these emails that she had these 55,000 pages looking for something. But I also think that implicitly we believe that she would not release 55,000 pages even if the even if there was one that would show something scandalous or terrible. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I don't know that that, that that would make a difference. And as far as handling herself yesterday, I think she did fine. I don't think she did really, really well. I don't think that she wowed the crowds because people still had questions. And her, even the notion of the two devices that people could look and say, well, you know what, I, I have two emails coming in on my one device. Well, yeah, it's a little different when you're the Secretary of State and, and there are companies and IT departments that don't want that in the first place. But by the same token, uh, you know, I think that there were too many questions unanswered, uh, and 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 to that, you know, to that, I, I don't think you can say that she, uh, you know, if you have to use the obligatory baseball uh, metaphor, I don't think it was a home run yesterday. It was probably a single that she couldn't stretch into a double. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with our guest. You want to join us one more segment with him in the second hour on the only true democracy in talk radio. Pick up the phone and join us. Michael Shore, political correspondent for Al Jazeera America, is our guest. Follow Michael on Twitter at Michael Shore. That's S-H-U-R-E, like Shore with an H in there. The website for Al Jazeera America is America.aljazeera.com. 
guest, political correspondent for Al Jazeera America. I'm Leslie Marshall. Happy hump day. Michael, thanks for holding, and uh, welcome back. Um, An interesting tweet that just said, Leslie, I think Buck Sexton said it best. Hey, Hillary, it's not the 50,000 emails you will show us. It's the five you won't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's uh, sort of hitting the nail on the head, and that's what makes people suspect of this even if you know people who love hillary think others you know it's fine it's nothing there are people who um have this sort of predisposition to think that hillary clinton's hiding some something michael are you based in new york i'm in los angeles now okay i'm in los angeles too oh good we could have cocktails someday Um, but (laughs) i I was in dc last week and I was talking with a, bit, a bunch of political types, more conservatives uh, than Dems, because I'm a contributor in Fox News Channel, so that happens. Uh, but um, I was sitting with a group of people, and we were talking about how those of us who work in either politics or the media know a lot about this and other issues, and that this email scandal, although it's you know the me- you know, media, especially right-wing media, is trying uh, to blow it or overblow it, yeah. It's more of an I would even, if I could interrupt, yeah. I wouldn't even say it's a scandal now. It's only a scandal if they find something scandalous in it. Right. The fact that it is what it is, is it's a story. It's not a scandal. I, no, I, I agree with you. Absolutely. Quotes around that scandal. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> My fingers are right. up. You can't see me. My okay. hands are up. But, but, you know, this is, many people feel, and I agree with the folks we were talking with last week in D.C. about this, that this is more of an inside-the-beltway issue. The voters don't really care about this, that this is not, again, this will not be what takes her down. Right. This will not be what takes her down. But this does, you know, as we talked about in the previous segment, uh, it feeds a narrative. What Hillary Clinton, the, the good fortune that Hillary Clinton has is that most people, after all this time, have their minds made up about her. They know what they think about her. Uh, you have people who love her. You have people who can't stand her. You have people who say, she's not my first choice, but I'm, you know, I'll vote for her. Uh, so this isn't a mind changer. Um, and Because, yeah, think... the attacks are coming from, I mean, you know, the attacks are coming from people that aren't going to vote for her. You know, somebody said yesterday, a, a libertarian who even said he may vote for her simply because the Republican offerings right now are so pathetic or so lame. Right. And he hates her, but he will not not vote. That's, you know, just how he is. He will vote. He believes in the process. Right. Um, you know, but he, he said he said she could kill her grandchild and still he thinks she would get like 35 <laughs> percent. Yeah, well, I know it's uh, awful to say, but that, that no, no, I mean, you know, listen, it's uh, it's an extreme, but it, you know, that, that's true. There is a devotion to to the party and also a, you know, a repulsion from the other side. And I, I that's what Hillary Clinton has to work around and work with. And, and that's what I mean. So I think something like this, I don't think this is going to be what takes her down. I think that they just want this to be another brick in that uh, in that wall, another, uh, you know, item that's going to feed that narrative that's going to have a cumulative effect of saying, you know, but this isn't her 47 percent. You know, this isn't I think right. that Romney is an elitist. And then here he is uh, in a private setting right. saying 47 percent. Aha, I'm right. I'm not going to vote for him. Yeah, this is sort of like, well, you know, over a dozen, uh, you know, Benghazi investigations can't find any smoking gun let's get into her computer server all right michael thank you for joining us you'll be on again you were just awesome glad to have you michael shore is a political correspondent for al jazeera america follow him on twitter at michael shore that's s-h-u-r-e